0: my thoughts monday is brought to you by kinetic performance the makers of the rolls royce of barbell monitoring technology the gym aware guys in season training we rock the gym aware all the time for quite a few reasons the first of course is just that the ding every time the athlete hears that they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment and when they don't hear it it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves on top of that that Awesome Ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Board, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this guys they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having been founded by the school of exercise and nutrition sciences at the Queensland University of Technology they're extremely evidence based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with ForceTex we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to ValPerformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And I'd kind of really like to talk about this time of the year, guys. It's really an interesting time, especially for those of us that are involved in the sport of college basketball. Um, It's a weird time. There's a lot of different things going on, and there's a lot of different people in different situations. Uh, There's teams that are still marching on, if you may, uh, still involved in one of the the multitude of postseason tournaments. Um, There's teams whose season literally ended yesterday, and then there's teams who have been out for two or three weeks who are now uh, at some way, shape, or form either transitioning to some downtime or some postseason training or offseason training or whatever it may be. Um, but when we look at this time of the year, I'd like to talk to it in reference to a conversation that I, that I had the other day with Jim Ferris, and, you know, if you don't know Jim, he, he's one of those guys that, like, He's a funny dude who says a lot of things without having to say a lot. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, the mentality and the, the work ethic and the, the, the mental process, really, of a lot of these athletes that, are, that play basketball and the idea that for most of them, whether, I mean, and this is most of them being everyone, athletes, coaches, strength coaches, everyone. This subculture of sport, more than any, I feel like seems to have the idea of more, more, more. Um, And at times that's great. At times you need to do more. At times they need to work. At times they need to do a lot of things. But really this idea of the grind, uh, and I can hear eyes rolling right now, um, is one that has become prevalent mostly in in basketball. And that idea of the The grind never stops and you know like basketball never stops you know Jim brought up some really awesome points and and one that I want to bring up that that led the conversation he asks the people that he gets the opportunity to work with you know how long do you want to get paid for or something around that like how many checks do you want to get playing this game because we have to remember that, that you know Although some people have said we have a limited number of heartbeats, which we may or may not, that might be fake news, but we can talk about all that stuff on a different podcast. Um, we do know that there really is like mileage numbers for, for joints and connective tissue and cartilage, and things like that. So if we're not allowing these kids that, that we're really the ones grinding through the season, you know, they were. Battling to, to practice every day or play every game or whatever it may be, if we don't allow them the time to recover and relax and breathe, um, are we just pulling checks out of their future career? You know, are we just sitting here and and you know cutting their nose despite their face? Um, you know, like we've talked about all the time. Sometimes more isn't better. Better is better, and for some of these kids, you know, they need a break, but For a lot of these kids, that's hard for them to do, right? Because they've been told their whole lives, they got to do more, they got to grind, they got to push, they got to go do this, 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 this. Sort of the antithesis of the idea of quality over quantity. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. To instill a work ethic in a young man or woman is definitely not, not a bad thing, right? Especially with how many people complain about how these young kids don't do that to have people that want to show up and want to do more and want to do things like that's that's a positive but this whole idea of the grind i think is what's scary and and i think so probably because when i hear the word grind and these kids pushing and going and going and going and going and never stopping and never giving themselves a break the only thing that i can think that's grinding is their knees Right, And as a guy who just got still on the way back from microfracture surgery because there was cartilage missing in my knee, like that's nothing that I would wish upon any of these kids. So I think that we need to understand and we need to be better at communicating with them where there may be times to take a break and where there may be times to push on and what are some things that we can focus on to take these grind sessions and make them more focused more to the point to take some of the time away to put more of the effort in because you know one of the things that jim and i were talking about is that you know all of these kids think they need to push more they need to grind more they need to do this more they need to do that more but this is the problem right a lot of these kids too like they just think that if they keep doing stuff and doing stuff and doing stuff they're going to get better but you can grind all you want like if you suck you suck like if you're not any good you're not any good now I'm not telling you to tell your kids like take a time off or go quit or whatever like that, but this idea of the grind is important if we do it in a positive way, right? Like we we have to look at it at one of two extremes when we're doing things, and I think that this is kind of how a lot of strength and conditioning coaches look at things. When we're looking at the grind, we can look at it through like the eye, the mind, and the the eyes of Gary Vaynerchuk and how he talks about, you know doubling down on your strengths and making sure that you're always pushing what you're best at. Right? It's the idea of like if a kid was recruited because they're a good athlete, we should do the things that make them better at what they were good at because if they were good at it, now they're freakishly good at it, then they should be better overall at what they do, right? Because you're not going to make a, a square peg a round hole, right? You're not going to make an elastic, explosive, powerful athlete aerobically sensational and vice versa, right? Because typically they're two different people. Now there's people that fit in the middle and we can go into all that later. But, you know, if you take what they're best at and you make them even better at it, that should make them better at what they do because that's how they play. That's where their game is. That's what kind of athlete they are. And now you're making that better. But also focusing on the things that limit their game. You know, like, are you going to, you know, change them 180 degrees on certain things that may not fit in their game. No, of course not. You know, there's some people that just aren't going to be great shooters. There's some people that aren't going to be elastic. There are some people that just how they're built aren't going to be sensational squatters, right? We we know that because they can get better at things, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be good at them, right? There's There's a continuum with that. But if there are just glaring weaknesses that hamper their game, that hamper the team, that don't allow you to be as good as you can be because they cannot do things as well as they need to be, then you need to focus on those too, right? If you've got a post player that needs to get better at free throws, they need to get better at free throws. If you've got a 2-3 who doesn't move as well side to side and, and doesn't do a great job keeping people in front of them, maybe focusing on things with that nature that, that are going to assist that would be important because that'll help a glaring weakness in their game that they're going to have to do no matter what. So I think that when you're looking at these grind times, grind times, if we might, we need to sort of like look at it like, like, in a different sense of how Charlie Francis looked at it, right? It's got to be either super slow or super fast. It's got to either be what they're really good at or what they're not good at. Because all that time spent in the middle, like what they've talked about with that high-low model, is, is what, lack of a better term, kills a kid, right? Like, it's what breaks you down. It's what wears you out. It's wasted time. So, yeah, man, grind so hard. Hashtag grinding, whatever. Whatever gets your kids going, whatever gets you going, it doesn't matter. But what does matter is when you're looking at these times, can we find better ways to program, to make sure that we're at one of those two ends of the spectrum? So we're either making them better at something that they're awesome at already to make them be even better at what they're good at, to make them even better at their sport, or can we come over to this side and take something that is really limiting, and really keeping them from helping the team be better and really just hampering their game and move it a little bit to the other way. Because all that stuff here in the middle really, for the most part, might be a waste of time. And it's probably just grinding on their joints, like the grind that never stops. So guys, as always, appreciate you and appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. Would love to hear how you're handling this time with your kids. Would love to hear what you're doing with your students, student-athletes at this point, how you're moving forward, what you're thinking about for this time before they get a break, and how you're going to reevaluate things as you go. Leave them in the comments below. Would love to have a discussion on that because, again, we're just all trying to get better here. So appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.